This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We are talking today with Brooks Baptiste, who is a trending news anchor for the Wake Up Atlanta Morning Show on CBS 46. How you doing, Brooks? Hey, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Good, good, good. To- and I, I, got the, I got the title right, right? I want to make sure you I got sure that right. You sure did. All right, look, all right cool. I, well, look, I do a little bit of everything. So it's from trending news to feature stories to um, consumer. I mean, if, <laughs> if it can be done, I probably do it. But and that's that's the way it works, right? All right. So so let's let's do this first. So I want you to give me a little background first about who you are, and because you're right. you're kind of new to the station. So kind of talk to us right. about kind of how you got to how you got to the station. What was the road? Yeah, so, you know, I'm actually very new to the station. I've only been here a couple of months now. Um, and really, it's been uh, a somewhat insane journey. Um, and I haven't lived many places. I've actually only worked in one market prior to this, but I worked there for about five years, which I was at the NBC and ABC station in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, it happened to be my hometown. That also happened to be the station that I grew up watching. So um, as you can imagine, there was a lot of hometown support. And one of the things I always like to tell people is when I was in elementary school, I had the dream of someday being on TV, didn't know exactly in what capacity it was going to be. But I was our morning news anchor there in elementary school. Um, And we took a trip to my first station that I worked at. And I remember looking at one of the screens, uh, you know, when we were there and I was like, I'm going to be on that screen someday. I didn't know what I was speaking into existence, but obviously it did because it happened. And, and when I was a college student, that was where I really started to develop a lot of different things, um, you know, learning how to be uh, an MMJ and really just learning how to shoot, edit, voice, front, anchor, report, a little bit of everything. Yeah. And then, of course, getting into the actual industry. I worked again, you know, um, for that station, for the NBC and ABC station there. And then I came here. I guess. So, the, yeah. I guess. The, I guess the trick is not to get to your new station and say, "I used to watch." To say to the other anchors, "I used to watch you," and I was like five years old right. on TV. <laughs> like, yeah, thanks for making me feel like a dinosaur. Right. right? <laughs> I see that. I see that. There, there's another. I saw that on one of the other stations the other day. That's was it? Funny. Was it yours or somebody else? A young reporter said, "Yeah, I, I used." To, Talking to the anchor said, I used to watch you when I was in That's how it grade happens. school. And he kind of looked at her like, yeah, thank you very much. Right. <laughs> All right. So, so let's, let's talk about the morning show. Cause I, cause you guys have kind of revamped the show a little bit and, uh, it, it's, uh, it's kind of fun the way you've been doing it. And uh, I know the show is, is it 4.30 to 7? Is that correct? 4.30 to 7. Yes. And then, and then, and then cut ins during the, the network show during right? the network show absolutely so yeah from 4 30 to 7 that's where you know all your local news and we've got a really fun crew we really do we've got you know Gravere. we've got ella who does weather we've got rob who anchors as well we've got rodney we've got a great team of reporters literally our crew is pretty good if i had to say so myself um but you know one of the things that i appreciate <laughs> about our crew is that everybody has a lane and they own that lane. You know, I do all the trending news. I do a lot of the lighter news and some of the fun stuff that sparks some conversation. And I love doing that. That's that's my lane. You know, I do it. We've got 
got our other folks who really do um, so much, whether it be hard news, and they own that. They get out there. You know, uh, one of the other things that I do as well is when we have breaking news that comes into the newsroom um, before we can get a reporter out, um, you know, to the scene or whatever. I'll usually be live at our breaking news desk, which is in our <laughs> newsroom where we've got, you know, some information. Even if it's not that much information, I'm going to tell you what we do know at this time, and then of course let you know that we've got a crew headed to. The I was going to say you're you're yeah, you're the you're the somebody's getting there, somebody's on the way, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> here's what I, we I, know. I, here's I, what we know I, now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and if something's breaking overnight and it's just that big, and I get to you know kind of own that and handle that as well. So. Our, our, our crew, you know, this this morning show has had a lot of different looks, uh, but in the last year or so, which is when Wake Up Atlanta was birthed, um, that's where they kind of brought in this new crew. That wasn't a part of the original Wake Up Atlanta crew, sure. which you know, I got yeah. added a couple of months ago. And that team, you know, they have welcomed me with open arms, um, even during my audition. To, you know, to figure out if I was even going to be able to be a part of the team, you know, they kind of welcomed me with open arms. So just a great group of people um, every morning who really just try to make morning news fun because that's how you're supposed to want to wake up. And nobody wants to wake up to just so much depressing stuff. We have to talk about the news. We have to talk about the stuff that can be somewhat depressing because I know that's what, you know, most people always think, well, the news is just so depressing, but we really try to make it fun um, to give you something to look forward to if you're up that early with us. Well, and I, and I guess the theory too is, you know, if you're up watching the news at five or six, you're getting ready to go to work, so you're not going to, you're not watching for an hour, right? So, so you're, it, you know, so it's kind of small, so you're kind of getting everything in in ten or fifteen minutes. So you get, you get your weather, yeah. you get your traffic, you get top news of the day, and then you get a whole new group of people. You get the people who get up at four thirty, you get the people who get up at five thirty, you get the people who get up at six, and uh, so you, so it's. So you guys might feel like you're repeating the same thing over and over, but for the viewers, it's like, it's, 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 it's all, it's, it's, it's all them. So it's, that's yeah. all they're seeing. So you're, so you're on Monday through Friday. Is that correct? Correct. Monday through Friday. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then I know Megan Packard does the, the weekend morning. Weekends. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and, and I guess to, I want to give credit. So who, who's, who's the producer for the, for the morning show? So we've got multiple. We've got okay. a couple of different producers. Right. Uh, we have guy um, Suyun who does our six a.m. hour. We've got Courtney who does our five a.m. hour. We've got Nicole who does our four thirty, um, you know, half hour, and then we've got our um, executive producer Eric, who kind of oversees everything and makes sure we keep the train on the track. And he's gonna let us know if we don't. So yeah, um, you yeah. Know, it's, it's a team effort for sure. Good. Well, I like to give credit to the people who are you know behind the scenes, kind of. Yeah, they, they make it look so easy for the anchors and reporters. Oh, look, the, oh, look, the graphics came up. It's like, yeah, somebody's actually doing that who's been up since, you know, two o'clock in yeah. the morning trying to get in that, getting that stuff together for you. Yeah, so, absolutely. So it looks smooth and seamless at, at 4.30 a.m. when it pops up there, right? Yeah, right. Thank God for the producers because without <laughs> them, we'd all be in trouble. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So what, what time do you have to get in there for the, for a 4.30 show? So usually I'm in. About 3.30-ish, about 3.30-ish, 3 o'clock. I work very fast, though. You know, uh, my sleep is very important to me. Uh, So I, I, you know, sometimes the night before you can kind of prepare for some things. And there are other days where it's just so fresh. You know, one, one of the things we've learned in the news is that there's a cycle. And the thing is, the average person who's up at 4.30 in the morning probably didn't see what was going on at 11 o'clock last night. Absolutely. You know, so there Absolutely. may yep. be moments where there was a great story at 11 o'clock at night that you can kind of uh, repurpose or freshen up, or maybe you can have new information or new details to bring. Um, and that's the, that's the main thing of the morning show. 
We want to give you the newest details that we have. Even if you've heard a piece of the story, there may be something new that you haven't heard that came out overnight or something that came out late last night. Uh, really just catching the viewers up on all of that. But you're absolutely right. If someone if someone is watching at 5 a.m., then they probably were in bed by probably even until so you guys have a nine o'clock and then an 11 o'clock. Yeah. So maybe they watch. They probably didn't make it past nine. I can yeah, tell you they, that. They might've watched the, they might've watched your nine o'clock on, on Peachtree right. TV, but probably yeah. not. Probably didn't stay up for the, the 11. Like, yeah, right, unless right, unless right. they're like, I really don't need a whole lot of sleep. Like, three hours. I'm good. What do I need for eight hours of sleep for? <laughs> yeah. Um, so somebody, somebody has a, you know, Hey, I got a great story for Brooks. I got a great segment. What's the best way to reach you? Oh man. Uh, email. Me, I'm actually more of a fan of social media. Now. Okay. Um, you know, we get so many emails into the newsroom every day and everybody's on nine million different lists. Uh, so we see a lot, uh, we get a lot of emails into our inbox that have nothing to do with us. So it's yeah. easy for those yeah. to get lost. Um, but yeah, one of the best things I do, if there is a story and, um, and I'm a huge fan of community based storytelling. Um, you know, I, and I said this even before I came here, I said, my job is never to knock on the door of, a mom who just lost their child in a tragic way and ask him, how are you feeling? Because we know how that mother is feeling. Right. But if there's a story to tell behind the son, who that son was and that son who may have lost his life in a tragic accident, can we spend some time really talking about, you know, not necessarily the accident itself, but the hands on things that he was doing in the community. And can we talk about some of the, the bright spots that are happening in our community? Just turned a story yesterday about a um, about a waitress who was surprised with $10,000 in tips. And it started where she's literally just having a, a meal and the customer gives her this tip. And then it she posted the story on Facebook, just talking about the story. Everybody just started giving this girl money wow. and they were sending $20, $50, $100, $200. Well, in the span of about 48 hours, $9,000 was raised just for that, for this waitress who was busting her butt. Uh, but she did everything with a smile and that customer was just so impressed. I saw this, this great story that somebody posted a couple of days ago. Like this guy said, Oh, we have this group and every year we go out, we'd like, 15 of us meet for dinner and everybody, everybody brings a hundred dollars and we pay for dinner and everybody uh -huh. puts in their hundred dollars. So whatever, and, and you know, if the dinner doesn't cost $1,500, right? So the rate, the waitress gets whatever, whatever you know, is left over. Yeah, maybe wow. it's a $300 dinner, but they get, she gets whatever he or she gets. Wow. The rest. I thought, man, what a cool idea. Yeah. That, and, those, and, those, yeah. and those are the stories that have to be told, you know, because you can turn on any channel. And I mean that across the board, national, local, any channel, you're going to, you're guaranteed to see somebody got shot. You're guaranteed to see there was something tragic that happened. You're guaranteed to see all those things, but it makes, you know, I think there's a time in the times that we're living in now is people need to hear some of those other stories that are going to provide them with hope um, and provide them in knowing, you know, whether it be, hey, I'm not the only one dealing with this situation or, you know, or just thinking, okay. This happened for somebody else. It could potentially happen for me too. You know, right, right. No, absolutely. Um, so, are there how far in advance? I mean, I, obviously, you know, breaking news. You guys aren't planning everything weeks in advance. But do you have do you have an opportunity to 
put together kind of planned packages and special stories like that aren't breaking? So, so I do. Yeah. You know, the average reporter does not, they, they pitch something in the morning meeting and then they go right out there and they do a story. Uh, Luckily, you know, I get to do a lot of special reporting. So um, there are days where I'm going to like yesterday, that story was turned in a day. Uh, There are other times, you know, where I can kind of plan ahead and say, Hey, I want to shoot this on a Monday, but it may not air until Thursday. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we hold it um, for like a Friday or hold it for a day that it makes sense. But sometimes if I know uh, a holiday is coming up and it just happens to be a, a story centered around that holiday or, or, or an event, you know, we can shoot those in advance. And then um, and now I would say it's more than a week. Yeah, sure. Uh, news, news just doesn't work yeah, like news, that. News that would be is cool. <laughs> that would be cool if we had that much time. But, you know, a couple of days sometimes where you actually have a moment to really get into the story. Yeah. Write it the way you want to write it and not just so quick. So looking at the kind of this holiday season, the rest of December, are there any kinds of stories that you're you're looking for? Is that, you know, I really love I, I really would love to do a story about this. Yeah, if there are stories of, you know, people showing kindness, um, I can never get it. If there are stories of people doing big donations and stuff like that for the holiday season and they, you know, don't want to be anonymous, even though the majority of them usually like to, uh, you know, any of those stories. If there's a kid out there that is saving up, they've saved up all their money all year just to give other kids toys, I want to tell those stories. Those are stories that, you know, deserve to be told. And while, again, a lot of people like to remain anonymous when they're donors and when they're doing things. And I respect that. Uh, but then there are times where sometimes I think I have the ability to talk to them um, and just listen to them. And sometimes that's all people really want. You know, they don't want necessarily the recognition, but they're just like, but I'm okay with somebody listening. And, and we take them on that journey, the viewers. Right, right. I, mean, I, I like doing stories, especially this time of year, about kind of small businesses because, you know, there's so many small business owners that are, you know, and this this time of year is their lifeblood, right? They, they sell, yeah. you know, eighty percent of their businesses in the last three two months of the year, right? So there's and there's so many great small businesses in Atlanta. Some are, you know, some are owned by adults, some are owned by kids, some are owned by, by you know, just immigrant immigrant communities in Clarkston that have small. There's all kinds of fun stories. So I, I may I may send you one or two there. And, all right. and, and those are great too. You know, simply because. Keep in mind, you know, we're still in the pandemic, but at least, you know, the, the crazy, crazy part. Yeah. We're hoping is, is, is done with. But this time last year, things did not look like this. So for those small businesses that were even able to survive right. through the uh, through the pandemic and now they're thriving, kind of got to love it. So, yeah, definitely. If you have any thing like that, send it my way. Yeah, I've got, I've got a couple like that. All right. So, so the, the hard question now. So what is something fun and cool about Brooks that people might not know about? So people in Jacksonville, they knew this, but people in Atlanta, I have not told this. Uh, and I've been really, you know, start fresh. I have not told people that um, that I I sing and um, I do. And, and, I, and I've, I've, I've been singing for a long time. Actually, I started on, uh, you know, I started college as a voice major. Um, I did not start as a journalism major. I started college as a voice major, but then after about half a semester, I said, oh, I think I want to go into TV. Yeah. All right. So are you going to give us a, give us a line or two here? Oh, I don't know if I can. What are you going to do? All right. I'll, I'll, 
Uh, I tell you what, you, you sh- shoot me something later today, and I'll like a. We may be able to put that you in. Give there. me, okay. give me fifteen seconds, and I, I can, I can, I can insert that or use that as a, as a teaser okay. or a promo or something. That'd, that'd be fine. Okay. So, so what's what's that. your what's your genre? Do you have a? Uh, well, you, well, I'm classically trained, but okay. I love uh, gospel music. I love soulful music. I love, um, yeah, anything jazz. I love anything. Right. You know that I can really take some time to sing. I'm not a big pop guy. I can sing a little pop. That's but right. I don't do yeah, that too you, much. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have your your space, right? That, yeah, that's awesome. That's right, man. I, I was I was talking to Chris Chandler over at WSB Radio for one of these a couple months ago, and he's a pianist. So he gave me a, a little bit of audio of him playing the piano, and I kind of inserted that in there. It was it was kind of fun. It was, I may be it was, able to do that good. too. I play piano. That's my All first right. instrument. All right, well, so I'll, I'll, I'll let you choose: singing or piano or both. Okay, so lightning round now. So la- either the last book you've read or the last podcast you've listened to that you want to talk about. Just just to mention, say, hey, I, I love this one. Uh, last book I've, I've been reading, haven't finished it yet. Uh, it's called Crazy Faith by Pastor Mike Todd. Um, a very good book um, and definitely something that really will give you a push, um, a faith driven push. And sometimes we all need that. So it's been crazy just about how you really have to just like even have the faith in yourself. Like, I mean, you 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 can't even work in this industry and and not like, you know, have some form of, of confidence. You know, yeah. we all have our moments where we're just not that confident, but you've you were put here on earth for a reason and you figure out what that purpose is and then you live in that purpose. And that's what I've been learning a lot of. All right. Very good. Okay. Favorite local restaurant. And I know you, you're new to, new to town. So what, what have you found so far? Tin Lizzie's. Does that count? Tin Lizzie's not bad. You, have you tried the skill, silver skillet? I have not. Am that's I missing like, out? That's like 20 feet from your station. All right. You got to find that. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, I'm assuming it's still open. I think it is. Okay, it's it's right it's out. right on 14th Street, kind of near. Uh, oh, towards, so right yeah. by me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You go go if you're going towards the expressway, it's on the right. Okay, I'll have to check yeah. that out. All right, check that out. Okay, uh, favorite guilty pleasure. Uh, ice cream. All right, and flavor. Butter what? pecan. Butter, butter pecan. pecan. Okay. Do you find a place here in Atlanta that do you like? Not other than like a chain place. Okay. So no, not really. All right. I'm trying to. I'll have to. Our, our listeners will, will be sending you some ice cream suggestions. I'm sure. Please. All right. <laughs> you'll, you'll be inundated. Okay. Um, is there a local getaway? And this could be in Georgia or maybe back in Jacksonville, somewhere you like to go. Hmm. Savannah. Savannah. Okay. Savannah's beautiful. That's good. That's good. Savannah's right. beautiful. Yeah. All right. I, I, I like the Golden Isles. I'm, I'm a fan of the oh, yeah. St. Simons and you know, that, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, all right. Uh, favorite non work hobby? Um, non work hobby. The gym. All right. I don't, I don't know if that counts as a non work hobby. I don't know if that's a hobby. Yeah, that doesn't count. Uh, wait. <laughs> what about. Um, Well, when it's hot outside, I like to to be by the pool. Yeah. All right. Is that really a hobby going? Is that just what you do? You know, unless you're competitively competitive swimming, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Do you? Uh, do, do you? Uh, now you're singing. Are you singing anywhere now? Singing at church or anything? Or I, I have not. No, not okay. since I've been in Atlanta. I, look, I'm telling you, I've been trying to keep that. Up I know you're home. you're you're new here. <laughs> we get, we get, we're gonna hook you up. We can find you an acapella group or something. Yeah, maybe so. Let's see. Huh. That'd be fun. I'm trying to think if anybody else. Uh, Adam Murphy. Does Adam Murphy sing? I can't remember. Does Adam 
Adam sings? Yeah, no, he doesn't. I don't think he does. Yeah, I don't think Adam. Sings. Well, we could we he could say know. we could say Adam sings and see <laughs> see what he does. We'll put together maybe you. I'm thinking you and Adam, Gavir, you and Adam like and Gavir and uh, who else? Maybe Megan. Let's get a little, little quartet yeah, together. Let's throw, make it, yeah, let's throw a song in there. Let's make it happen. I think there you go. There you go. All right, I'm, I'm work on that. All right. Anything else about about the station or the show about your role that we haven't talked about? I like to kind of end with that open ended you know, question. There. I'll just say this: this is a very exciting time um, to be a part of uh, CBS Forty Six. You know, there's no secret we just got bought out um, not too long ago, right? literally in the last like week or so. Um, so there are a lot of things that are going to be happening um, that a lot of us are just really excited about. Now, I wish I could tell you. But I can't tell you what's going on, but I can uh, tell you yeah, this. I, yeah. yeah. But, I, but I can't, but I can't <laughs> tell you this that, you know, people, the viewers are really going to get maybe something that they weren't getting in the last few years. And I think it's going to be very important now being a part of the great family where it's just like, you know, they, very innovative, very uh, fresh, very new. It's going to be great here. And, and you can ask anybody in this building. Everybody just seems to be very excited about it. I'm, and I'm, I'm excited sure. about where, you know, where the morning show is going. You know, we still want to take that higher and higher. Um, and just so many of the other things that are going to be coming our way around here. Well, I know. So so Great TV officially as of December 1st uh, took over ownership of, of CBS 46 and, and Peachtree TV. And then uh, a couple of days later, they announced that Monica Kaufman Pearson is going to be yeah. Doing, uh, I think two shows. Two shows, yeah. On, uh, on the two, on the two stations starting, uh, I want to say it was, yeah, I want to yeah, say February, 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 I think. 2022, yeah. Uh, so that's, that's exciting. She's a, yeah. certainly a, She's an icon. The yeah. She's, yeah. I mean, the legend, the icon. Um, you know, I just got to meet her for the first time, uh, when she came in and we all welcomed her here. And I'm like, there she is. That's her. That's her right there. It's just always fun, you know, because you don't really get starstruck, obviously, working in this industry because, you know, you're used to people getting starstruck and you're like, no, 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 I'm, I'm not famous. Don't worry about it. But, you know, they get starstruck. But then it's funny when the roles are reversed and you see somebody who has really had such an impact and even, um, and I'll just plainly saying a woman of color who has had such a tremendous impact in this city and all over the nation her name carries a lot of weight so we're glad to have her on the team for it, sure. it it sure does and you know as a as a mentor and a and a rainmaker i guess for the station i think uh you know she certainly draws some great positive attention to what you guys are doing there and in terms of kicking off kind of the new the new cbs 46 you know that's a that's an awesome way to do it kind of boom here you go Monica, yeah. Monica, Monica Coffin Pearson. Boom. Yeah, she's the, she is the one. I'm telling you. That's great. Well, Brooks, I appreciate it. It's been great talking to you. And uh, this has been another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. As always, kind of check out check on Sunday across uh, all of our social media every almost every week. Probably take a week off around Christmas. Uh, and then, uh, as always, check out our Left Atlanta Media Database. And if you're a journalist looking for sources, check out our Mitch's Media Match website, which is free for journalists, and uh, find local sources. Brooks, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Mitch. It's been a pleasure.